Well Expo podcast in association with Be Coached for confidence moving forward. And today we are talking about focus. How focused are you at achieving your goals? Could you set a goal and take 10 years to get to it? Because that's exactly what today's guest did, Jimmy McCarthy, kickboxer. Um, Living here in Donegal, uh, but as soon as you will hear it, you'll know he's not a local, no more than myself. Jimmy, you're very welcome. Hey, Barbara, how are you doing? Uh, Thank you for inviting me on. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Um, Okay, so 10 years to get to your goal. Okay, so you achieved a goal over 10 years and we we get into that now. But you must have been, when you started that, um, kind of sitting on the couch or sitting at home or whatever and saying to yourself, I need to do something. Something triggered that. What what was it that triggered it in you? Well, what what happened was, um, you know, uh, I started to approach my 40th birthday and... You know, um, kind of a midlife spread starts to creep up that you suddenly look and you go, wow, where did that come from, you know? So, um, yeah, hit me 40th birthday and uh, my wife and children threw me a surprise party. And it was kind of there or thereabouts when I thought, you know what, I need, to, I want to do something that's going to that's gonna really completely throw me outside my comfort zone, something that's going to test me um, physically, uh, mentally, emotionally. But I want to have to have achieved it by the time I hit 50. So it's a 10-year, you know, um, which gave me a focus for 10 years. Um, now, as I say, look, I didn't know what I was going to do, whether I was going to, you know, I don't know, plan to swim the English Channel or climb one of the highest mountains in the world or run a marathon, you know. Um, back then, I was eating plenty of marathons, but <laughs> as for running one, you know. Um, but, yeah, this, this was in my mind. Um, and it was just, it was a, kind of an out of the blue uh, reading the Donegal Democrat, and I just came across this advert for it was kickboxing for beginners, um, run by a, a fellow called Tommy McCafferty, um, a two-way ISKA world champion, uh, knows his stuff. So yeah, I contacted Tommy, and it actually wasn't long after Tommy set up the club, so I contacted Tommy, and Tommy says, yeah, look, why don't you come along? Come on, you know, the beginners class starts on Tuesday night, going back 10, 12 years ago. So yeah, along I went. So a beginner's class, and when most people think of a beginner's class, they're going to think uh, kids and teenagers, um, mm. you know, and that kind of age group. And here you were, 40, thereabouts, mm. walking into yeah. a beginner's class. How did that feel? Yeah, to be honest, it was, it was um, I, like I kind of put myself, I, I think I'm a confident kind of a person, but um, yeah, it kind of threw me a little bit, you know, it, it kind of, this is where I understand where people that do come into that environment, they can feel uh, intimidated, you know, and there's no need to be. Um, and, I, and I'll actually I'll talk about that a little bit later on. But yeah, the first night was going in. Obviously, I was one of the older ones there. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a young environment, you know. There is there is people up to my age in it as well in the club, you know. But um, yeah, it's funny when I went the first night, I kind of dabbled a little bit in martial arts years ago in London. Um, but the social scene it kind of interfered with me social scene. So um, <laughs> it's funny when I went on, when I went along the first night to the club, 
And I was like a schoolboy coming home, you know, uh, showing my wife and children, hey, listen, look, this is what I learned tonight, you know, and this is a stance. And, you know, because it's, there's, there isn't an art to, to fight, you know, it's, it's unbelievable and, and, until you've actually been at that, you know, that position, which again is something, you know, I, I kind of touch on my bully and stuff, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I went along for the first night and I was just completely blown away by it, you know. And, yeah, and so this is actually we... what I. Sorry so what, about what that. I actually make Sorry. a point to do. Yeah, no, you're okay. So what I what I actually do at the moment is um, because I'm doing this 11 years. I like to. I think you think you know everything, but I like to step back from it. So anytime the beginners class starts, Tommy runs two or three beginners class a year. I'll help out with the beginners class because it, I like teaching for a start, and secondly, it brings me back to basics as well, which is important, you know. So. Yeah, yeah I think it's hope. always good when you step back and remember then mm. what it was like when you were starting off because it always keeps that uh, that feeling and that motivation fresh in your mind yeah. as to the why totally. you started it in the first place. So you were lucky, You okay. when, like when you saw the ad and you went down, you were hooked there and then. Completely. And, and look, the, when I look back now, you know, this is 11 years ago, like I say, was it a selfish thing to do? You know, um, looking back, I, I missed a lot of um, my, my daughters growing up. You know, I missed a lot of their Christmas plays. Um, you know, I missed functions because I had become kind of dedicated to it. But the, the thing about it was uh, they pushed me and they kept pushing me, you know, and they supported me fully throughout. And now it's a 10-year journey because it has to be a 10-year journey because to achieve a, a to what I achieved, you know, you, you, you're talking seven, eight years, you know, um, and as we'll talk about it, I kind of did fall off slightly, um, took me eye off the ball, you know, but yeah, it is, it, it's around a seven, eight year journey for, for doing this, you know. So you went in, you got hooked and then you decided, sure, I'll go for my first belt and see how I get on. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I think I, we were probably there probably about a year. And, and listen, anybody that does this in a, in a respected club, Kickbox and LK is massively respected, you know. Um, you know that you have to earn. You don't. Nobody's going to come up and say, well done, you, you earned that belt. You know, you have to earn it. And, and I've, seen, I've seen the way it does get earned, you know. But, um, yeah, I kind of, I was there for about a year and grading was coming up. I'd actually spoke to Tommy before and I says, look, what, how does this system work? You know, he says, well, you know, if you stick with it for seven, eight years, you know, you can work your way up to black belt. But, you know, very few people do, you know, because um, it is a massive commitment. But, um, yeah, I, I done my first belt and I, treat every, I tre treated every belt up to my brown black belt as the same. You know, I was focused. I was dedicated. I put in the extra work and I put in the extra work because I was one of the older ones there. I didn't, I didn't want to be put out of grading, you know. Um, I didn't want Tommy or anybody to come up before and say, look, I'm sorry, you're just not up to this grading, you know. You need to go away and come back and try again next year, you know. So anytime there was any any gradings coming up, I, I kind of, yeah, really pushed myself. And again, when you're pushing yourself, the recovery period's also a little bit long, you know, because, you know. The older, the older you, you get. get, the longer, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. the longer, the mm. slightly longer the recovery, yes, I can relate oh. to that, all right, yeah, and that's yeah. not <laughs> just in training, that's in quite a lot of things. Yeah, but definitely. So each belt then kind of became, you know, it, it's easy, 
as I like we put it, you know, 10 years to reach your goal. But really, it was each belt in itself or next next point. That was actually the goal in it in itself at that time. And you yeah. build up on that then to actually achieve to get to where you have got, which is black belt. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it, you yeah set exactly. Mind each time. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this is why I say, you know, I'm asked constantly, you know, um, how do you set goals? Well, mine, mine was 10 years, you know, it's a long goal. But set, people can set goals all the time, you know. You can set a goal as simple as what you want to buy a pair of trousers or you want to buy a dress, you know. Well, buy it and set that as your goal, you know, for six or eight weeks down the down the line. And then when, when you buy the dress or the trousers or the suit or whatever it is, you know, the T-shirt, whatever, um, put it on you, you feel good because you've reached that, you know, that little goal. Now, if you go and do what I've done, yeah, definitely set out a goal, but set yourself little targets along the way. And that's exactly what my targets were, me, me belts, you know. And that was, a, for me, it was fantastic because it was something every time to aim for, you know. But it wasn't a straight line up. It wasn't a, a straight, you know, curve. There was a, a slight falling off the curve or a falling off the wagon along the way. Yeah, yeah, there was, yeah. Um, so again, look, I was dedicated. I was, I, I, like I was training, you know, um, flat out. Um, when I got to brown belt, which is just the belt below the black belt, um, I put myself through quite a bit, again, because, you know, I was, I think I was probably around 46, 47 year old. Um, so yeah, I put myself through quite a lot. Chuffed to bits when I, when I achieved it you know but um my my black belt was the one that i was that i was aiming for and again after your brown belt you've two years then before you can go for your black belt you know so uh yeah it was kind of strange um got the brown belt and then i kind of took me my eye off the ball you know i took my foot off the gas um started making excuses then i thought you know the the brown belt was tough but made excuses then you know i'd miss a training session and suddenly one training session would be two training sessions and then um easy excuse finish work come home have a couple of beers put the feet up watch tv you know um but what happens is you st you start to fall into a, a like a self doubt you know because what happens the longer you leave it to get back the harder it becomes you know um, but what I was doing was I was still training, but I was kind of just keeping my toe in there, you know. And then I heard then that um, that Gradens were coming up again for Brown and back Black Belt, you know. And the Gradens take place up in um, up in Lurgan, up in Northern Ireland, um, a fantastic um, old school gym, you know, old school uh, club. So anyway, I, I was keeping my 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 toe in training, and next thing we'd finished a training session, and Tommy said. Um, Guys, look, for the ones that are grading, uh, six months down the line, just stay back after training, you know. So, you know, I hung back and went up and I said to Tommy, hey, Tommy, you know, will I be grading as well? And Tommy says, I'm sorry, Jimmy, you know, you're not training hard enough. Um, I can't let you. He says, you know, you won't, you won't stick it. You won't get through it. Your heart must have sank. Oh, massively, massively. But you know what? It was exact. Tommy was exactly right. You know, I want training. Oh, who did I think, you know, Jimmy McCarthy just step in and go and do this six-hour grading up in, oh, I hope, and it was completely right. So, yeah, I walked out and I was, uh, you know, oh, that's it. I've had enough. I'm leaving it. I can't be bothered anymore, you know. Got back to nice, easy life, coming home, feet up, few drinks, blah, blah. Um, 
and then what happened was, it's kind of, so, so I was working, for, I work actually for a fantastic uh, company, okay, and um, what they do is they're fantastic when it comes to health and wellness, well-being. So they do like, it's like a yearly NCT of your body, you know, you get your cholesterol done and, you know, you get all wired up and all that. So anyway, I, mean, uh, I booked myself in at work, it's so easy, and went into the, to the first aid room and the nurse done all my checks. But anyway, she done my cholesterol check and she said, um, oh, she said, I'm actually, I'm sorry. She says, I just need to get the other machine, you know. Uh, this machine's not working. It's faulty. You know, she had my history there. And yeah. Out she went and she came back in and she says, uh, she done my test again, you know. And she says, um, oh, sorry, Jimmy. Um, the machine was actually right. Your cholesterol level is, you know, it's skyrocketed. You need to go and see your doctor and I would advise you go and see him as soon as you can, you know. And he'll put you on a tablet for life. And again, when I was walking out, she kind of just said you know oh by the way you're also morbidly obese okay that's a lot um, to take in and that massive yeah yeah because the thing the thing about it was when I got my brown belt I was in you know I was, I was in good shape and look at it it's the way it was you know you're training morning and evening um so yeah it was a massive massive kick um but then around the same time uh Tommy also messaged me you know out of the blue and said, hey, look, Jimmy, how are you keeping and blah, blah. We exchanged messages and, you know, you came so far, you know, why don't you come back and, and, and give it a shot, you know, and we see, can we, can we get this black belt? So, you know, between one thing and another, promised him, yeah, look, I'll be back Tuesday night. Got back on the Tuesday night, um, got back to training, got back to the gym. And it, it was probably two and a half, around two and a half years before I could go for the black belt. Okay. Um, and, absolutely loved it just with a passion yeah just just I, I thought that I'd left it too long you know because I'd missed training and everyone had advanced on and you know and, that, and I understand that, and that's why I say to people look guys if you do fall off the bandwagon you know take a couple of days out shake yourself down but don't leave it too long because the self-doubt starts to creep in you know and, once and that's the worst in, thing is when we start yeah. telling ourselves Oh, it's, I can't, you know, I couldn't, you, I won't be able to. And that those yeah. negative thoughts, you know, and this came up in a previous interview, actually, those automatic negative thoughts that we call the ants, mm -hmm. they start yeah. to ferment and grow. Mm. And, you know, it's very, very hard then to get out of that cycle. But along with your training, um, there must have been like, well, your dietary concerns, because as you said, um, the clinician in work said, uh, oh, by the way, you know, obesity and your um, your other levels, they were all soaring high. So did your, your whole diet then would have had to change to compensate for the training as well. And um, the reason I'm asking yeah. that is because um, there'd be a certain person at home was probably uh, looking after the food and the shopping and whatnot and making sure that everything yeah. was in for you that you needed, your wife. Totally, yeah. And my wife's a chef, like, you know, and um, <laughs> she she kept me right. And, you know, and she'd be telling me, you know, you have to eat this, you have to eat this, which was perfect, you know. Um, and again, at work, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm so routine. You know, it's unbelievable. At work, I'd be eating the same stuff nearly every day. It'd be, you know, pasta, chicken, salads. You know, and my workmates must have been looking, thinking, you know, Jimmy, you need to get a life. But this is, <laughs> it, but, it, but it even goes down to even like uh, alcohol, you know, drinking. And, and listen, I enjoy a drink, you know, and I've always enjoyed a drink. Um, but what you have to do is you, you have to curtail it because the two don't go hand in hand, you know. You can't be drinking five, six nights a week and, 
and training, you know. So, uh, so what I done was for the for definitely for the final six months up to grading was I allowed myself just uh, my drinks on a Saturday night. So I worked hard all week. I trained hard all week. Come Saturday night, come six seven o'clock in the evening, fill up the oven with pizzas and everything, and you know me, Cam, and the girls are just chill out, relax, and have a few drinks. Um, so come Sunday, then I'd start focusing then on the weekend, you know, you know, and that's it. to me. I think that's important as well oh, yeah. to people that you you do allow yourself something, you know, to look forward to. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. You need that. You need that. That splurge. Once we, yeah. when you're training that hard and focusing that hard mentally. So yeah. all of a sudden then you're at uh, your assessment, the mm. black belt day yeah. comes upon mm. you. And mm. you said something to the lads, you know, when you were going up yeah. there. Yeah. So um, there was, I think there was two of us were going for black belt. I could be wrong. Two of us were going for, uh, two were going for a brown belt. Um, so yeah, look, I've been training up to, like I say, up to five hours a day, uh, leading up to it. The, this was, you know, before work, I was doing my full day's work. I was training after work. Um, so yeah, it was serious. I, I think the, there was a flu bug going around. I was doing everything possible, you know, to, to avoid because this, it was the 13th of January. It's actually just after I passed my 50th birthday because it was, it actually been put back because I think we had snow or something. So it was the 13th of January and, um, so I said to the guy, I said to Tommy, the head coach, uh, look, Tommy said, look, guys, there's other people from other clubs there. You know, it's a six-hour grading. It's going to be tough. And I, and I tell you, tough it is. But out of respect for people that do grade, I won't go into it too much, you know. Um, but I said, look, Tommy, before we, we we went into the club, I said, look, Tommy, I said, this is eight, nine, ten years doing this. If I collapse in there, leave me, because I will get up, you know. That's how determined... Uh, to, to determine you knew, to achieve. Yeah. You yeah. just knew at that point, if I, if I, if you see me on the floor, yeah. leave me alone, I leave will me. get back up. You were that yeah, determined exactly, yeah. to actually get to the totally. end of that, that session. Totally. And it was like, I mean, it was, it was six hours. It was uh, up in Lurgan when I came back, you know, and then it was with a great set of guys as well. And when I came back to the house and just, just, I'd envisioned, envisioned, envisioned it for years, you know, just to drive home and just, you know, I've done it because the family and my, my wife and girls were the ones that, like I said, they supported me throughout just to say, you know, I actually finished it, you know, I got there. So again, we had a fantastic night. Uh, the bathroom for me, I got in the bath and that's when I seized up, you know, I think I was seized up for about a week after. <laughs> I think, but emotionally too, your body just mm. kind of goes, oh, yeah, I did it. Yeah. And then actually starts to kind of release everything that you've been holding on yeah. to to get you to that point. So yeah. you were going to go out on your own when you yeah. got your, your, you know, you'd achieved your goal, you got your black belt, and then you said, right, what am I going to do next? Yeah, exactly. So so what I kind of wanted to do throughout was I wanted to set up my own kickboxing club, you know, and but I won't do it until I reach my black belt. Now, I know there is kickboxing clubs, and I know there's ones in England for definite um, that, that are doing, that are teaching, um, that are, you know, they're not at that level. And I never agreed with that. I agree. I believe that if you're going to do something, you have to be at a good level to go and, you know, to take money off other people and to teach other people. So anyway, um, got my black belt, and I was going to try and run something in, in 
in conjunction, chat to Tommy and say, hey, listen, why don't we open up another branch of Kickbox Milk here? I'll run it or whatever, you know. But anyway, what happened was, um, so I got my black belt. We're in training one evening, and this fella came into the club. He was probably around late 40s, early 50s, you know. And Tommy brought him over to me and said, look, Jimmy, show him the ropes, keep him right. Um, and that's what we've done, you know. Uh, got him gloves, got him gloved up, etc. And then he started to open up. So he actually, he was a fellow from Glasgow. And he was a, kind of a confident kind of a fellow, you know. And you knew that he'd been around. He had the noses over here. And um, he he told me that he'd done a little bit of boxing previously, years ago. And yet you actually, you do get the feel for it because you, the first couple of minutes, you you know, you can see it in the stance and et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, and I said, you know, you know, between what we're doing, we're having water breaks. I said, well, you know, what brought you to, to, to this tonight? And he said, well, he said, believe it or not, he said, I actually read what you've done and I heard what you've done and I want to do the same, you know? So, um, anyway, he's open, 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 up. And he said, you know, he said, I actually came here twice and twice I looked through the door at use all training and twice I walked back outside and I got physically sick. And I thought... It had such an impact wow. on him. Yeah, such an impact, you know, to, to, to train and exercise with other people. But it was actually since that moment... I've noticed the same with other people as well, that there is, it can be tough for people to, to exercise, don't matter what kind of exercise, or train in front of other people, you know, and it can hold people back, you know, that shouldn't hold people back, you know. Um, so, yeah, what happened then, around that time, like I said, I was working for a fantastic um, uh, medical insurance company, Optum, I'm sure they don't mind me saying, saying the name. No, I so moved to this fantastic. Yeah, you're a good <laughs> So, yeah, we moved to this fantastic campus in Letterkenny. It's a 1,000-employee campus, totally amazing. And I was approached and asked, look, there's a fitness suite inside the new campus. Would you be interested in kind of getting stuff up and running for employees, you know? So uh, so that's what I've done. Between meeting the, the fellow from Glasgow and between uh, asking if I'd run classes and stuff, I thought, you know what, let's go down the route of, of getting my fitness instructor course and my personal trainer, you know, qualifications. Because I think with Optum, and the, th the thing is to do things right, is to have is to have the right things, have the qualifications, you know. So, yeah, I went out and got my qualifications, um, got my, um, you know, my insurance, all that kind of stuff, you know. But it's funny because, again, it took me back because I'm doing the, now I'm doing a fitness instructor course with young people again, you know, and I'm, 50-year-old walking this environment, you know. Um, but, yeah, look, it, it's funny because there's a massive respect for anyone, I think, that's in, in this kind of training, you know. It don't matter what age you are. You were also very lucky because you did have huge support coming through this from your wife mm. and children. Massive. But I wonder, did anybody ever say to you, are you mad, Jimmy? Yeah, yeah, plenty of times. Um and, and what happens is comments can can work two ways. They can they can put up people. They can put somebody completely down, and they'll stay down, you know. And they'll think, well, you know, that person's right. Or you can flip it and use it to your advantage, you know. And I heard yeah. it, you know, you know, what? Why are you doing it? You know, it's a young man's game. Um, why do you put yourself through this? You know, you know, cop yourself on. It's a, you know, heard that plenty of times. But to me. I don't know, age, is it, should it make a difference? Should it make a difference to your health? No, absolutely your, your not. You know? 
No, exactly. it doesn't make a difference. Much, no, exactly. <laughs> sitting on this side of and, the lens, I'm telling you, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and the thing about it is, after we'd done the grading, the day after we we graded, and I'm I'm stiffened up on the city, and I'm going through social media, and I'm and I'm looking at um, comments from from lads 20, 21, 22 year old that had also been there the day before doing their grading saying they'd never done, it was the toughest six hours of life. And I thought, well, if they're saying that at 20, 21 year old, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, no, exactly. Yeah, so do totally. you use then, so you, you have a lot of focus, you've a lot of self-determination mm. and obviously you have mm. a lot of drive and you can even pick yourself back up when things kind of fall by the wayside. So do you then find that you use that full skill set? Because obviously that wasn't just for the training and the kickboxing and that. Do you find yourself being like that then in work when you're, if you have a task or a target to meet in work that you're very much focused on, yes, this step, this step, this step, this step, and I'll get there? Yeah, yeah. I've probably got some of my work colleagues watching, so just watch, watch the chat. Oh, chats, all right, okay. Up, so to his colleagues out there who are laughing, having their cup of tea but, uh, or whatever. But it, it, it is. No, it is. It is. Look, at the end of the day, look, um, like I say, I work for a fantastic company. I always believe, and this is what my father taught me, mother and father taught me, you know, that you go in and you do it. You get paid for doing a good day's work, you know. Um, so, yeah, when I'm in there, it is 100%. Now, the guys listen to me and they're sure they give out about because it's, you know, chatting about fitness or I'm watching what they're eating or, and it's funny because employees with, a, like I say, with a fantastic canteen, you know, all pre-COVID and they'll be walking and they'll be looking at me and they'll be walking and they'll be trying to avoid me, you know, um, thinking that I'm judging them by what they're eating, you know, I'm, look, it don't work like that. I'm not like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I have I, to say, I, I, sorry, Pat. Yeah. It is like when I yeah. was reading about it and your story, because I'm picturing, um, you know, because I'm up in that, actually a bit older than you, so I'm up in that age group too. And I'm thinking back to say when I was 40 or thereabouts, you know, sitting on the couch watching something or, you know, just sitting there thinking, right, oh, what will I do? You know, what will I do now? And, yeah, sure. you know, it's from that point. And actually it's probably, it's, it's that moment, whatever it was that triggered it in you, I think is, um, mm. it's, you know, to be admired because the amount of people, men in particular, I find, I actually think women find it a lot easier maybe to start something. But for, um, I don't know if men, you know, as they start hitting their 40s do, I think they find, unless they've already been part of sport or something like that, I think they find it a lot harder. And then they feel if they do start and they maybe they've picked the wrong sport. How do they change yeah. over? It, do you know what I mean? I think it has a bigger totally. impact on men. Totally, yeah. And again, that goes back to you know uh, mental health and uh, <laughs> mental health awareness. You know, um, scared of being judged. You know, yeah. Um, but yeah, listen, it's it, it is, and and I and I fully get that, and I understand that, and that's why I understand where where you know men come from. It's like I say. Um, I do quite a lot of fitness classes at the moment and it's for every 10 people that take part, it'll be nine women and one fella, you know, and that's the way it's kind of, it has been for the last couple of years. Um, and, and, you, and you can struggle to get men into, the, into that environment, you know, and once they come in, they love it because I think what happens is they probably, listen, this could be just me saying, you know, 
Maybe they're scared they're going to be judged. Maybe they they, they think they won't be up to their fitness uh, regime, you know. Um, they're in or they find people. maybe, they, I think, are men slightly more competitive? Well, there's stuff with that as well, but yeah. I'll tell you, I've, I've seen um, yeah, I've seen women at the club um, and throughout kickboxing that are competitive as well, you know, but uh, but yeah. Yeah, it's probably a whole other day's topic. Actually, the difference in competition levels between the male versus the female. But um, Esther, how I mean, I didn't turn on any comments in here. Hi, Sasha, how are you? Um, hey, Sharon. Sharon. Mac- yes. Oh, you're seeing the comments yeah. there, of course. That's yeah. true. Um, that's the great thing about uh, Streamyard here. There's yeah. Sarah, well, yes. um, fellow kickboxer. Yes, no. Now, some great comments now uh, coming in for you, which is Thank brilliant. And I know it is, as I'm, I'm looking now, yeah, because uh, we're gone right on to 30 minutes here. Uh, great role model for kickboxing, LK. Just goes to prove age is just a number and I'm honoured to call you my friend. Isn't that fantastic? Um, yep. That is true. Uh, grading well and all the hard work I can only imagine I was saying to you um, as we were chatting on the phone the other day um, before this I remember my brothers back in the 70s and 80s doing karate and training for the karate you know and I remember what what they went through you know and seeing the training that they did but mammy wasn't a chef so they just had to eat what was put in front of them so you had the bonus of having your nutrients your proteins and your carbs and everything well balanced for you but uh, jimmy it's been an absolute pleasure having you on and if anybody wants to get in touch um i think it's coming up there on the screen now do you play the violin yeah, years ago, yeah. Cheers, David, for that. <laughs> yeah, years ago. Um, is the, is, sorry, Esther, is the ticker tape there for uh, contact to get in touch with Jimmy? I'm sure at PexFactor on yep. Facebook.com. Um, yeah. I'm sure plenty of people go onto your page. You know, they get lots of hints and tips. And I have no doubt, actually, that um, some of the I hate using the word older because it means I'm referring to myself too. But some people in our age group that actually might just want some tips about getting started Mm. too, where they, you know, there is that fear about walking into um, a gym and seeing, you know, maybe finding out when the quiet time is and going in when it's and building up that way might be a good start as well for them. Yeah. You know, so Jimmy, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Um, Amazing story. And uh, to all your pals out there that supported you today and coming on and watched in. Thank you, guys. Uh, Delighted to have you on board and do keep up with us here. So we shall see you on Tuesday. Thank you. Cheerio, everybody.